Hey everybody, it's Eric Balance coming to you with the Resilient Minds podcast where I feature beautiful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and experts in their field where they help us discover their X factor, their experience of life, only to discover how they were able to accomplish and find out their why factor, their big why, their purpose in life. So join me as we get to discover the beauty of our minds and how can we really continue to go after the biggest and most wildest dreams while we continue to pursue and manifest our greatest intelligence that comes from the heart. Also, if you haven't, go check out the new alignment course that I've created at www.ericbalance.com forward slash alignment, A-L-I-G-N-M-E-N-T. See you on the show. Welcome, everybody, today to the Resilient Minds Podcast. I'm sitting here with Brad Jameston. Um, for those of you that may not know Brad, he is an amazing singer, songwriter, guitarist, and I really love watching him grow. I think that, you know, we've met, uh, it was about last year in Ibiza, and we just like clicked. It was just like, Hey, what's up? How's it going? It was beautiful to watch this man's like smile, this man's connection and his resilience as he's continued to grow, putting himself into different uncertain circumstances and believing in himself. And I think, you know, this is something to be really recognized because I guarantee you that in a few years, this man is going to be a multi-platinum recording artist. And I can just see it because of his intention, his happiness, his willingness to shine and not allow any of external circumstances um, really help stop him from growing. So welcome, bro. It's good to have you, man. Thank you so much, Eric. That's a beautiful, uh, beautiful warm welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> good to see you bro how how are you feeling how's things where are you at tell us a little bit about what's 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 going on in your world right now yeah so all all is well um um surfing surfing the waves of uh feeling sadness and feeling great joy at the same time being able to feel deep sadness and great joy in the same moment um it's a it's an exciting time as as you know we met in Ibiza and I've come away from my tribe in Ibiza to 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 London which feels like at the moment I'm still fresh here so it feels like a big cold dark scary somewhat lonely city at the minute I've yet to find my tribe here um but I feel like a man on a mission and just released my first single this week Yay. Um, Hey, and it's been 20 years in the making. It's been 20 years of overcoming, um, or maybe 10 years of overcoming, but 20 years in the making, 20, 10 years of overcoming imposter syndrome to, <laughs> to get this music out onto the world. And um, it's, a, it's a real happy, feel-good banger. And then there's a part of me that's going, oh, but it's not, it's not got the depth that I know mm. that I can write at. But then I know that if I, my first single had been the depth that I could write at, then I'd be like, oh, it's not, it's not fun enough. People think my music's depressing. And it's just, there's always a little excuse somewhere on the back of your head to, to doubt yourself. But 
I'm really happy that I've opened the door, stuck my flag in the ground, and um, then it's happening. First, first songs out there. I love it, dude. Words. I want to say that you know it, it, it's really fascinating because there's a lot of times that this world tries to reflect back at us and tell us how much we need to pro make things perfect. In perfection, it doesn't exist. You know, it, it, it's not something that allows us to define who we are rather than creating something from like the spirit of making things happen and as we go so it's so funny because I know what you're talking about I can relate to it in a deep way and so much of my like mission and we want to make things perfect but what I've learned is that perfection actually only comes at the form of an implementation as the form of of action as derived action and so it's like you know knowledge is not power it's potential power knowledge implemented is where power comes from and so i think that you you know and you've defined and recognized this at a deep level you know working on it on 20 years but really implementing it for over a decade and then finally bringing it to life so it's like you see and this is where your power is coming it's like finally bringing it out putting it in there and so dude i just want to say is like it's all about the navigation of, of, you know, bringing our internal world into the external rather than trying to create perfection inside. And so, bro, as you do this, as you, you know, really shine and start to, to express yourself, how much of this internal depth of uncertainty have you felt before? Because you said it was, it's been a process. So I'm curious to know, you know, through sadness through happiness through these peaks and valleys how does that show up for you and how has that shown up for you in the past so that you finally made this decision and say no i'm gonna make it happen i'm gonna create and i'm gonna express no matter what anybody thinks out there yeah yeah i hear you brother um over over the past few years I've actually recorded a couple of EPs that have just sat there unfinished on friends' laptops here, there and everywhere. Um, and they were great. It was great music. It was, it was great music. But I just stumbled at the final hurdle and just missed that bit of conviction that was necessary to project it out to the world. And through insecurity of, my, of myself or or maybe just not the, the motivation, not the drive to actually really believe in what was possible for me. So why bother? And then after, after a breakup, I had a, a nine-year relationship come to an end and it was uh, one of the most difficult things to transition through. And I just remember thinking, nothing can feel as bad as this. Mm. No rejection from someone not liking my music or the music not taken off the way I want it to or not being heard or being judged as an artist. Nothing can hurt as much as this right now. So it was actually the pain that was like the motivation to start taking action and move forward and alchemize that and, and create something beautiful from it. And, and so I wrote a song that was really lighthearted. It came from a real place of deep pain. I wrote something that's really lighthearted and to cheer myself up 
the line goes, I just want to feel good. That's, that's the line. And, um, and now it's out there in the world and hopefully it'll, it'll cheer some, some others up as well. But yeah, it was uh, to, to finally have that complete, that complete product out there just feels like such a, a relief. And it feels like just the beginning. It doesn't feel like I've like climbed this mountain. It feels like I've just finally opened the door. Do you feel like when you allow yourself to express and, and stop thinking about it, um, allowing the mind to kind of come into the place of, of decision of making you create a story that you're like, no, 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 I'm just going to express myself. I'm going to define how I want to bring this world out, like my internal world and, and, and hopefully it resonates. So it's like, there's a piece of it where you're allowing yourself to truly be in a present moment rather than think of the stories that, you know, what's going on back here. Yeah, totally. I mean, I've I've been a, I've been performing since since I was I was ten years old. Yeah. I wrote my first song when I was ten, yeah. and from an early age, I'd quite happily pick up my guitar and sing a song for anybody who would listen, whether it be two people, whether it be twenty people. I've sang to a crowd of four thousand people, um, and it was. It was always a real rush. It was always a real joy. It was always a real deep fulfillment from expressing emotionally, tapping deep into an emotional space mm -hmm. and locking eyes with different people around the room like, and realizing we're all in sync in this moment together. And by me diving to the depths of my emotion and bring that out, it allows others to experience theirs and mm. process through theirs. And I've loved that. However, recording something and putting it out there onto the world to be viewed out of my presence was always <laughs> a total different thing. It always felt like a real, a real different thing. And even just creating videos of, of myself to... To, to post I would get like a lot of anxiety over it so the, the past year I started doing that making videos and forcing myself to put them put them out online and it was really and like really caused me loads of anxiety and I, I don't I don't I suppose I got some idea that where that where it, it come from this this anxiety about it but it just so unnecessary just holding myself back with it mm -hmm. so um event eventually I decided I'm going to do a, a crowd funder, crowd funder to fund the EP um, and put it out there to my audience. And I was so blessed in that I got so much support. Um, everyone jumped in and, and uh, helped me get this project going. But it meant that I had accountability. Yeah. Because now the people had had joined in and there was it, it was almost like beyond my power that that stumbling block at the very end that I tripped over a couple of times before of recording beautiful music and then keeping it to myself through fear. Yeah. This time I, I did not have a choice. I was, I was accountable to, 
It's beautiful because it, it put you into the state of saying, hey, like, you know, your reason came first and the answer just showed up. And so, and all of a sudden you did it with a group of people that really believed in you. And, and so, you know, and believe in you continuously. And so now you're being, a, you're, you're reflecting back. And I think that this is something that is beautifully um, allows us to expand. I think as a society, as a culture, as, a, as creators, because we we then find our mirrors, right? The people that resonate with us at some sort of some sort of frequency, right? And these mirrors they allow us to to really bring out the best version of ourselves, right? Because we're all learning from each other constantly. And so I'm curious to know as you you know have gone through this journey and you've as you've spent that time on stage and you've built that level of emotion, you know, there's this philosophy, you know, that you know, logic is the higher perspective of, of, of being. And, and I believe that it's actually the combination of emotion and logic. So when you can tap into the emotion and then communicate it effectively through logic, that's where the higher meaning um, really stems from. And I think that that's what my hallucination is that that's what you do with your music, especially with your presence, right? So maybe that's where you feel because you're able to be in that present moment with somebody or a group of people or, or but how does it make you feel and what do you feel from people because of that emotional connection in person live mm. so I had a really powerful moment that's worth bringing up actually just the yesterday or the day before um, I'm currently in central London um, to promote my music I've got a couple more songs ready to go and part of my promotion is I'm just busking full time I've got a couple of busking license for around the city it's amazing how many people I can project my music to in an afternoon how many people I can connect with and how much footage people are capturing for me it's just it's just perfect it's, and it's and it, it's so refreshing to be able to play what I want to play rather than um, being in a pub. I love the pub gigs, but you're obviously trying to keep everybody drinking. You're trying to, I'm doing a job in that moment, whereas this is a bit more of an authentic expression. And I had deep, deep sadness in my heart on the morning to the point where I thought I might not even be able to go, go out today. But I thought, come on, you'll feel better for it. Just get yourself there. First song. All of Me by John Legend. It took mm -hmm. me 10 minutes to get through that song. 10 minutes to get through that song because I was just about to get to the chorus and then oh, the frog in my throat was too much. The tears were like bursting out of my eyes, streaming down my face. I just had to take a deep breath and step back from the microphone. And I just had to, I said, do not stop. Do not stop playing. Come on, you are a warrior keep on going and I rolled around the cards and I turned my back to the audience and just looking at the river while I had, had some breaths by this time this, the song was going on I think people had noticed the emotional struggle I was having to get through the song and it accumulated a crowd of about 100 120 people in a big semicircle an unbroken semicircle of people around me and there was lots of there was a, a big school of um french 
students, about 13, 14, 15. And I noticed especially in the young men, in the young boys, that, that they just really settled and were tuned into what I was doing. Yep. And I feel it was a beautiful moment in so many levels, but I was so happy to have been able to express so authentically in front of all them young men and let them know that it is okay to get emotional. It is okay to be seen, to be upset. It's okay to draw tears in front of a crowd. But, and if you need to crumble, you can crumble just don't stay there too long. Rise. <sighs> Breathe deep and let it move through. And it took me 10 minutes to finish that song, but I think it was one of the... And there was a couple, definitely a couple of squawky moments in there as well. <laughs> but I think it was one of the most favourite performances ever because it meant so much to me and it meant so much to everybody, everybody around as well. Wow. I... Uh... I can definitely resonate, you know, like it's, it's, I think it's extremely, um, it shows vulner this vulnerability that we have as men, you know, to be expressive and truthful and honest. Um, it really is courageous, right? And it comes back to this, like, um, this word that I love, which is integrity. And it's, it's, there's nothing to prove, nothing to show. It's just the beingness of who we are. And, mm -hmm. You know, especially in front of such youth, you know, men, um, young men that are are really learning. You know, I think that this is the the most important part is that where where we we may have had different models as we were growing up based off of what society and culture had tried to um, um, dictate towards us. And I always remember looking at my father and and, and identifying with his like kindness and his compassion. And then seeing from the external world what it meant to be a man and, and really being confused. And it, it's fascinating to me because although there was so much projection from like these like video games or movies or things like what it meant to be a man, I had the most beautiful mirror and teacher at home and I didn't listen you know hard enough or or pay attention enough and so it really helped me define as i went through my own pains how can we continue to do that and having more mirrors like yourself is an extremely powerful um way for i believe not just young men but young women also to to, to navigate and see that, hey, it's actually vulnerability. It's actually authentic expression. It's actually this connection to your emotional understanding that allows you to really profoundly um, express this unique um, perspective that you have that's yours. And then it, it resonates and captures their own understanding of saying, hey, wow, I'm super inspired by this, this man. And as a result, it's okay for me to do that, you know, when I go back to school or when I have a conversation or when I have to, you know, express a paper or 
and, and it, it starts to, to give this, this um, domino effect of the people that were, were just, that we don't even know that we don't even know that are feeling it, you know? And it gives, yeah. it's, it's a beautiful mission because I believe that music, you know, is such a key identifier of allowing people to tap into their true selves, their highest sense of selves, right? Through the music, the frequency of it, the expression of the singer. And so how do you feel that utilizing music and your words and your own story is allowing that to um, bring more of the right individuals into into your sphere of influence into your tribe how, how, so to speak well yeah um i love writing music i've always i've always wrote songs to help me make sense of my life and and the world around and in Ibiza, we have a, a Wild Man Wednesdays group, men's group, where we go hiking every Wednesday. We think it's really important for men to get together and have a shared mission. I think um, speaking circles are great and have the place, but also I think men find it really important to be pack animals on a mission, cutting through the woods and doing cliff jumps and then and we can bond we, it opens us up to talk i think it helps the men that are stuck in their masculine gives them a place to open up because it makes them feel masculine and safe to be able to dip into emotional issues and it helps the men that are stuck in the feminine to get to be able to beat the chest and and move forward and 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 share and I remember writing a song, it was called We're Not On The Run, and it was about the men's group, and it was about us as a whole. And after one hike, I came back and said, lads, I've, I've wrote this song. Um, I, I hope you like it. And it was one of the most nervy performances I've ever done. And when we got back to the cars, I got my guitar out of the van, and I played them this song. And just the, the amount of love that we all shared in that moment together, because I'd been able to capture the message of this of this of this group and the heart this this unified heart of this group of men um and it just resonated it just resonated with, with everyone so much and we had like a little bit of a breakdown afterwards and we were all hugging each other and, <laughs> and it was beautiful beautiful bringing together and that was a really powerful specific moment but i feel like I, I did played a gig last night in the pub and, and in one of the pubs in London and it was it was just beautiful seeing everybody singing along to some heartfelt lyrics and everybody oh you, you the way that you're singing their song you must have felt this way as well you must have felt this way you must have felt oh we're all the same we've all had the same pain we've all had felt the same love we've all felt the same we're all experiencing the same life just in on a different track in a different meat suit um so it really it really unifies people music and that's one of its biggest joys that it brings me is that through through something that i'm able to do i'm able to bring strangers together 
our friends together in a in a, in a moment. You're so you're so beautiful, brother. Man, like honestly, the way that you even express the joy of you know the past experiences that you have, I can see your um, excitement. Your you know you put it's like you're putting yourself back into that moment and you're allowing yourself to feel it. In for men and women, um, you know that are really I think that are wanting to tap back into the feeling, what would you say, you know, because we're taught, right? We're taught for such a long period of time in society to be of the mind, to be stuck in a mind perspective, to really be um, focused on things that are external to our understanding and not really listen to what is inside. So what would you suggest to anybody that's out there that really wants to connect more to their emotional understanding their emotional self and you know whether it's a man or a woman and, and really help themselves through you know showing up in the world every day whether it's whatever they do but how, what would you suggest i think spending time alone to do nothing is so important and that can be certainly a regular thing but at least once in a lifetime to etch out a space of time to just whether it be a week or two or a month or three whatever you can whatever you can scramble together to just be in nature have no to-do lists have a pen and paper and no distractions and just practice being and what comes up allow to come up and do some journaling, do some writing. I think that's such a rarity nowadays to not be doing because even when we're, we're not doing anything, we're distracted by something. We're on social media or we, we think we're doing nothing. Oh, what are you doing today? I haven't really done much, but I've been watching videos or I've been I'm doing it like pottering around the house, doing the bits and bobs that I needed to do. Like, and there's never really a moment where we're comfortable to just be. And it's only in that beingness where the physical realm is not taking action, completely in out of action that the inner realm can really come to the surface and we can really pay attention to that um meditation has been a big a big part for me to be okay with that but even long before i was meditating it was sitting and just feeling with a pen and a pen and paper and a guitar under my arm and okay, how, how, how does this feel? I need to get this out of me because it's, it's so painful for it to just be bouncing around in there. I need mm. to be able to put it into some, create something that helps me sort of release the pressure valve a little. So I think, I think time alone is, is, is super important. Do you feel that when you're in, 
taking this time alone, you know, because nature is probably the best way to discover, uh, you know, who we really are on an in inside. And when you feel this, this, this expression of being in nature or being alone, you know, or meditating or doing this practice, um, what would you, is there a certain practice, maybe, maybe that's a better question. Is there a certain practice that you do um, that anybody on here that's, you know, maybe an aspiring artist or, you know, a creative individual that wants to, you know, really discover their internal self, but they've been so stuck in a place where the outside world has projected. And so instead of them taking the time to identify um, um, what they need, they haven't taken, you know, these practices, these moments. So can you let me know, like, what what you do so it gives a, a good understanding of, a, of anybody that's kind of more curious to, to how they can tap into this creative expression that you have done so beautifully mm -hmm. I think for somebody stuck in the creative process where I was just not long ago, there is this sheer feeling of discomfort and being feeling under threat that arises. And then there's a feeling of, oh, I must not pursue that. I must not pursue that. That's dangerous. And the best way to overcome that feeling that I've found is getting in cold water. Mm getting in cold water and calming your entire nervous system, taking those deep breaths, feeling every muscle in your body tensed and being able to take control and relax into it. I'm in control of this. I can feel the fear, but I'm still here and I'm calm. And I'm okay. And to practice that, to practice that is not just about being able to get in cold water. It's not, it's about being able to, to settle yourself, to be able to settle those survival chemicals that are exploding all over because we think there's some sort of danger of being seen. So it's a funny paradox that all an artist ever wants is to be seen. And the thing an artist fears most is to be seen. <laughs> it's a it's crazy magic. one. You know, yeah. um, you know, I spent a lot of time with like uh, working with Tony, uh, Tony Robbins. And actually, I don't know if you know that, but nonetheless, there's this thing that he talks about artists and artists are skilled producers and skilled producers are the ones that are able to lead um, communities in a very powerful way. And I used to never think that, you know, I'm an artist myself. I used to always think I was very entrepreneurial when I started out on my own journey. And I realized that, you know, through my own deep work and I realized that I'm actually a complete artist and like the way that I look at everything in life is based off of an expression 
of truth and honesty and vulnerability. And oftentimes I challenge myself because it's, it's not necessarily that um, I, I want to be seen, but it's about knowing that what's coming through me needs to be seen. You know, it's about not being, yeah. it's about the message, right? It's about the, the and, and so allowing the egoic part of the person to let go and allow the, the words or the message or the discovery to really come through. And I realized that at that point that we actually become the vessel. We just become the vessel. We don't, it, it's coming through you. You don't allow things to, you're not, you're not, you're not navigating and this type of skilled production, I think, becomes now a new responsible role. And it gives you a lot more of that certainty. It gives you a lot more of that responsibility. You step into a new dynamic as an artist. And as a result, you actually stop worrying about the judgment of others. And you start focusing on the mission on the intention, on the work, and you yeah. do it no matter what, because there's going to be people that don't resonate and that's okay. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. I think that this is what gives us that fire. This is what gives us that strength. This is what gives us that commitment because we've done the work on ourselves to know that the mirror is not always going to be the most beautiful one on the external world, but defining that we are the skilled producers of wanting to really show up in the world that is just truthful. It's just honest. It's just an integrity. And as a result, we're going to be able to resonate with the right people that show up around us. And so what does community mean? Because it's, to me, it's very, it's about common unity. So, you know, we both lived in Ibiza. We both spent time in Ibiza. Community is very important, was very important for both of us. Now we're both in different parts of the world. How are you attracting that community or the, the, that common unity based off of the way that you're showing up, not just inside of, of, of music, but also on the outside? Like, how are you, you know, because the emotional part of you is allowed to be expressive in the music and the way that you, you're showing up. And how are you showing up outside of, of you singing? How are you showing up outside of you uh, on stage or in front of people, in front of an audience? Uh, because there's alignment there and, and you can see it. So I'm just curious to know for anybody that's that's listening. Yeah. And, and, I, and I've been for the past year and a half with uh, my men's group and um, I've got a big um sisterhood as well over there big um, group of group of female friends as well and both equally is important my friends are really my family and I really found balance and it was real healing time um for me in Ibiza so so grateful for the last year and a half and then now I've found myself in London I'm trying to attract that new tribe and I really want to resonate with other artists. I'm trying to join other artists into my circle because in Ibiza, everybody's a DJ. Um, there's not, uh, there, there is a musical community there, um, of course, but just um, being in London, I want to, I want to, uh, to pull in um, some musicians and have a jam. And I went down to the river the other day. One of the other buskers, he's the most beautiful pianist. Um, and I can just sit and watch him 
for every really emotive, really, really Love emotive. It's, it's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah it, it, it really blows me away. And to, uh, with, with the busking, we have sort of, um, we have the times and then when the time comes to an end and then the, you have the switchover of artists. And um, I think he got the impression that some people might be really picky about the changing over time and it, I was next, but I was just so in awe of watching him. I was like, players players a couple more songs and he was taken back that I'd sort of allowed him more time um, and wasn't like pushing to get to get my way in the spotlight. And um, <laughs> afterwards we were packing down the gear and packing his gear and I was setting my gear up and he just, he looked up at me and he just like, caught my eyes and he held my gears for a moment. And he's, he's a real deep soul. He's a real deep soul and he speaks really calm and he's just really calm all the time. Um, from what I've seen, <laughs> he looked me deep in the eyes and just said, "You can just really tell when somebody's done plant medicine, can't you?" <laughs> and I burst out laughing. <laughs> and I just burst out laughing. It was hilarious. It just cracked me up, cracked me up, and it was just the the the. The yeah, the the seeing one another, the seeing one another so deeply in such an ordinary moment. Um, I forgot to be honest. I forgot what the question was. I knew it. It it, it shone this moment to me. Um, no, it's basically just like how are you feeling? Like you're showing up outside of that, and 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 I think you just explained it. Really, it's like you know, just being present for others. You know, and, yes. and you know yes. how you're attracting yes. the right tribe is you know bro i mean presence is something that music allows for me to identify the present like it, it takes almost you back to a moment of being in nature being alone being in music because it, it creates such a vibration of a whole it really puts people in a present moment and so it allows them to tap to attach to this like feeling of being by yourself because everybody's listening to the same thing. There's not like so much, you know, mixed things happening all at once. And I think, you know, from what I'm hearing, what I heard is, you know, it's about being present. It's about you being present to somebody else so that you can listen and observe, help somebody else feel seen, help somebody else feel heard. So help somebody else feel like, hey, like I'm actually paying attention because in a world where there's so many distractions and so many things are trying to take us away from the moment, right? Which is really all we have. What does it mean to, you know, show up for each other? Because everybody is so focused on just themselves, right? But there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody has their own way of thinking and being. And if you're present to somebody else, if you're listening to somebody else, it gives you this gift that that um, allows you to co-create, you know? 100%. 100%. And... It's, this has shown up in the past few days. I've, I've got a, um, a, a few men, a number of men that have all, it's all happened in a very short space of time. Um, and they've, they've reached out in a way that's typical, typical of us men to not tell the full story, but I could just see there was something more behind that message and instead of glossing over it 
I've really made the effort to go, okay, what, what is that piece? What is that piece that's, that's hiding there? What, what is it under these, underneath these words? And it turns out these, these men are really, really struggling and really going through a hard time um, with the relationships. Relationships have come to an end in a really difficult way. Um, and right now I'm feeling a little bit, I've got to be honest, I'm feeling a little bit heartachy myself. Um, and it felt to me so important to serve for them, for the men to know that they are connected, to know like the, the suicide, the, the epidemic of suicides that is between men between the age of 21 and 40 is insane, absolutely insane. And it's because we, we feel so connect, disconnected, we find it so much more difficult to reach out. And so I'm really, I'm really passionate about making a difference in that, in that area and make it, it being so important for men to be able to speak about the things that are weighing us down without having to have a, a skin full of, a, a, a skin full of beer first. Mm-hmm. And then, and then wake up the next day, and that uh, oh, it's all right. I, I had to cry, but it's all right. I was pissed. It doesn't mean anything. Like it's so so important to be able to 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 speak. And so in in serving and and just literally just saying, I I am here for you. Here's my number. I'm here for you anytime. And just tagging little inspirational things that I see on Instagram that might resonate and go ah, that's gonna align with him today that that would that would resonate with him and being there to support each other made me feel stronger it, it didn't it didn't drain my energy it gave me energy to serve give me the energy and made me feel more whole made my heart feel a little more healed made me feel more connected and I, that was that was that was a surprise that was not something that I, I've foreseen happening and yeah especially especially for for us men we do find it I think I think it's beautiful the way that women have that intimacy with one another to be able to sit with a cup of tea and talk about how this is hurt here and this is hurt here and this is hurt here and sit and work through each other's problems on an emotional level and as men we just find it so awkward or difficult to do that and it ought not to be awkward it doesn't have to be awkward because yeah. we're all experiencing it the same once we can blast that door open with another and just dare to be seen that's power there's power in that there's complete power and and i think holding that for each other too is important you know it's like holding the space for another man to really allow himself to to be there you know um to be in that vulnerable state and then listening this this is, it just goes back to another piece of presence and giving us this time and energy to 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 listen you know there's this saying um recently uh, it's like you don't know what another person is ever going through so just be kind right mm. and i think that that's something that for me resonates deeply because there's times in life where you know where we're both, you know, you've experienced it too, ebbs and flows, right? Like where there's good times and there's bad times. I don't know if I call it bad, but not as good times. Another lesson. Difficult times. 
yeah, yeah. difficult times and i think that it's like you know the, the world will show you hey you know like you know people will judge you and they'll you know say things about you or but they don't really understand they don't even get curious you know and i think that this is this is a beautiful way of saying hey you know like at the end of the day whatever you believe like about about another person's map of the world or their opinion is great but there's always ways that you can have compassion and be kind in the way that you express that that you know that belief right and i believe that because effectively communicating with one another even if you don't agree there's nothing wrong with disagreeing i just believe that there's a way to do it in a sensitive way where you're really fostering because ultimately the way you treat somebody else right the way is the way that you treat yourself what do you think 100 100 and I love that this has come up today because I had a disagreement last night with a friend of mine. We've not seen each other for a while. She'd come to see me play the gig. She'd come to stay with me in London for a few days and um, played the gig. We had um, like an, an amazing evening. And then on the walk back to the tube station, which was just five minutes away from the pub, we managed to get into a debate where we were at loggerheads so much so that we'd walked an extra 20 minutes past the tube station. <laughs> completely missed it and had to turn around and walk another 20 minutes back. And we were at complete loggerheads, but we kept it calm and we kept it in love. And we, we were trying every which way to allow the other to see the other's perspective and try on the other's perspective. And in the end, it took getting in, again, we missed the last tube, it took getting in the cab and having a few beats of silence in the back seat, and just having a breath, and then a, and then a, a quick cuddle and a laugh and a love you and a and a, and a let it rest and then let it rest. And it was just deep respect there. It was just deep deep respect for one another, and we did our absolute best to to see. And we're so similar on so many levels, and for both of us, it was so confusing how. I'm, I'm so surprising that the other didn't take on this same viewpoint and to just uh, just allow it to settle and go, okay, yeah. that, that's, where we, that's where we're different then. And that yeah. is also beautiful. And that is also exactly. okay. Exactly. That's also beautiful. Bro, you're epic. Uh, and, and I think this openness, this open-mindedness, and it shows up for sure in your music. Um, I'm looking forward to, you know, really watch you expand and watch you grow. Do you have any way that people can reach out to you, get to know more about what you're up to and how they can really um, find out more about your single? Well, Eric, I am so happy to say these words. I am now on Spotify. <laughs> it feels amazing. Because after years and years of gigging and playing gigs and people come to me and say, where can I listen to your music? And I go, oh, there's nothing online. I've got nothing online yet. I finally say that. So the first single, Feel Good, is on Spotify now. And um, my main output into the world, onto the, the internet, is through Instagram. Um, so, yeah, people can find me there, Brad Jameson. Amazing, bro.
Uh, I'm really excited. So I'll get, I'll make sure I put the the link into the show notes for anybody that is looking and wants a simple, easy way to, to jump on. Bro, last question. If you had three days left to live, what would you do? Tell them I love them. Without the need for it to be returned. Tell them all I love them. I think that would be the most important thing for me them to know bless your heart brother i appreciate your time your energy your kindness your compassion uh your magic bro keep going you are one of a kind my dear friend and uh always a blessing to to reconnect big love to you honestly thank you so much for having me today eric it's been so refreshing having this conversation i love you loads my brother <laughs> I love you loads and i'm looking forward to connecting in the physical sometime whenever our whenever our paths cross that'd be that'd be epic looking forward to it thank you thank you brother hey everyone and thank you so much for listening to the resilient minds i hope you enjoyed the show please make sure to go comment and like and follow us on itunes or spotify and make sure please make sure that if you really love this to share this episode and make sure that you're inviting all your friends to like it as we continue to unfold what the beauty of our minds does. More importantly, how powerful our heart level of intelligence can be when we combine our heart and our brain together. And more importantly, check out the alignment course that I've created. It's seriously there for you to take advantage of at www.ericbalance.com forward slash alignment. See you on the next show.